All right, welcome back to the program. Just love that song, too, by the way. Just before we get to uh, Talking Bulls with Jason Davidson, Oilers just hit the ice in Tampa Bay for practice ahead of tomorrow's game. Looks like Connor Brown will make his return to the lineup right on off the hop to the top line. McDavid and RNH and Brown on the ice together at practice. Kane, Dreisaitl, Hyman, Fogel, McLeod, and Ryan, and then uh, we'll see what shakes down on the fourth line. All right, it's the Oilers are away, so that means the Bulls will play at uh, Rogers Place. It's his it's going to be an exciting night tonight and tomorrow with PBR Canada in town, and they will be elevating your game. Four, Ram Elevators and Lifts. Elevate your game, brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts. Unlock the potential of your residence with a home elevator or lift. Learn more at TrustRam.com as we welcome in Jason Davidson from PBR Canada. Good morning, Jason. Welcome to Sports 1440. Well, thanks for having me, Kevin. How are yeah. you today? Ah, uh, Doing great. I think last we talked, it's been a while, but even you were in town to announce the fact uh, a little over a month ago that a bigger prize pot going on for this weekend, and you've got to be really excited for that because all the riders get a little more jingle in their jeans. Well, that's it. Um, you know, we've always tried to move the needle in Western sports with the professional bull riders, and I think we've done just that, Kevin. Um, I didn't realize this when we made the announcement, but aside from the PBR World Championships that's, that has a $1.5 million prize purse, uh, Canada on the global scale is the second largest PBR finals event. So we're very proud of that, and I think it reflects on you know, the contestant lineup we have, we have several Canadian champions, Calgary Stampede champions, mm-hmm. um, and also highlighted by two world champions in Dalen Swearingen and the three-time world champion from Brazil, Silvano Alves. So uh, we've definitely got the, got the attention of the athletes. You know, and it's such a, a high-octane event. If our listeners, if you've never gone, you have to go to see this because... I always use the saying, uh, Jason, you know, uh, tied to the dock or full throttle. And this is full throttle, baby. Well, it is. You know what? There's no referees out there, Kevin, to blow the whistle (laughs) after the play. Like this is, uh, you know, I've said it many times, the ultimate contest of man versus beast. And and for our, our novice fan or somebody that maybe has never joined us before, I think uh, PBR is where rural meets uh, urban and country meets western, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. We 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 go both sides of it, you know, with the pyrotechnics, the rock, the country. It's a uh, it's a show. Um, it definitely is, and and you know the the riders have their supporters. The bulls, you know, they're they're just as as equal to the task and and as important to the equation. Um, and the, and these bulls just aren't, you know, we don't just go to local stockyards and, mm-hmm. and round up uh, 75 bulls to perform here in Edmonton. These are the best bulls in the country handpicked. They have to qualify to this event just like the, con- just like the contestants. So, Jason Davidson, PBR Canada is our guest. Uh, we're going to touch base with Connor Halverson, one of the riders, in uh, just a couple of minutes. But, uh, Jason, so how do you qualify as a rider? And then how do you, again, qualify as stock and be handpicked to uh, come to such a prestigious event like this one? Well, that's a great question, Kevin. And, and you, you just brought up Connor Halverson. It might be an interesting question, question to ask him. He qualified for this event by 0.66 points. So we have 41 events throughout the year um, that these guys are in points as. And it came down to the very last event of the oh. year uh, last weekend, ironically, where Connor won the event and edged out um, 
another contestant by mm-hmm. point six six oh. points. The, the Australian title last year was determined by two and a half points, which is it's ridiculous if you knew our point structure of how close that was. And when there's this kind of money on the line and a hundred thousand dollar bonus, mm-hmm. I could imagine the second place or the runner up or bridesmaid could be probably running through his mind what he could have done better all season. So it's a mental, mental uh, challenge for these guys to make sure that they are focused on the task at hand in the next few days. As far as the livestock, um, mm-hmm. I personally select those bulls. I see them all year long. I look at videos. Um, we have a website that keeps track of all their bull scores because they're they're equal to half the score. Uh, the the judges mark one to fifty on the riders' performance and one to fifty on the bulls' performance. So those those scores are all logged, and it's no different. You know, I just you were talking about the Oilers hitting the ice for. Mm-hmm. For the Tampa Bay, they had watched videos today on their opponents. Oh. These guys know all these bulls. Uh, they know the videos on them. They uh, they understand um, their characteristics and bucking styles. Now, I don't think you can really script it. Mm-hmm. Maybe similar to hockey, like everybody has their own mind and can change things up a little bit. The bulls are no different. But uh, you know what? I think there is there's some uh, pre-planning involved in in you know your matchups. So these guys know who they're getting on in round one tonight. Um, as far as livestock, and then they will pick on results going into round two. So it's a little bit of a rider advantage maybe mm-hmm. that they get to pick the second bull, um, especially the guy that's got the first pick of all 20, 22 bulls in that pen to pick at. So it's you know there's a lot of variables. It's very exciting stuff. Jason Davidson from PBR Canada is our guest on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. PBR Canada National Finals get underway tonight and tomorrow at Rogers Place. So, uh, Jace, when you say you handpick these bulls, I mean, you got to basically be seeing these guys, the, you know, the stock at all these events. And that would be an immense grind for you to kind of even just to judge and to go, like you're picking the bulls just as, as, as much as, you know, the Cowboys are going by 0.66 of a point. You must be doing the same thing with the stock. Well, I appreciate that, Kevin, because, yeah, yeah. And I don't sometimes get the credit for it, and I'm not looking for any. It's my job. But yeah. it is because uh, I try to keep the bulls as even as I can in, in the four four rounds we have. So it's a lot of – out of the 41 events, I probably see half of them, mm-hmm. you know, 18 to 20. So I do, I do depend on – Social media can be work with you and against you in in today's day, and mm-hmm. I see a lot of those bulls. The riders post, unfortunately, usually only when they make a ride. So if there's a buck off, nobody wants to brag that they got bucked off, yeah. and the stock contractors probably aren't quite as savvy with social media as the riders are. A little bit, you know, different generation, obviously. But yeah, it it takes a lot of work. The last couple of weeks have been. Uh, um, you know, I, I really don't want to talk about bucking bulls, to be honest, Kevin. I've had enough of them. I hope they do their job, though. Yeah. Uh, Jason Davidson, our guest on Sports 1440. You know, uh, Jason, I years ago, we used to have uh, Cody Snyder come on uh, yeah. when I was doing a, a, a TV show, uh, Boston Pizzas. He'd come on every every Thursday that we had the show on when he was doing the bull busting. And, I mean, he's just been a wonderful supporter and a, a great guy in the industry to – uh, be a part of it. So how do you, like, I mean, you've taken this to another level, taken, taken this to the next level. How do you explain, what would you say to a, you know, the, as you say, the, the, the casual listener that's, that's going, you know what, maybe I'm going to come down to Roger's place and check this out. What are they going to see? What are they going to see tonight and tomorrow? 
Well, that's a great question. Um, you're in a world-class facility, so we bring a world-class event to that facility, and I don't think uh, we would be there if, if the OEG group didn't feel the same way. And, uh, you know, you mentioned Cody Snyder. I, I used to work with Cody as a bullfighter back in the day, and, and I think I learned then uh, attention to detail and the opportunity that we had with this sport. And Western lifestyle right now seems to be quite cool with with the younger generation. And um, you talk about uh, Zach Bryan and Morgan Wall and Chris Stapleton. That hasn't hurt our industry at all either, or the the Yellowstone um, yes. series. It's yeah. been it's been a wild ride for us, and we've you know. Once we get them in the door, Kevin, we mm-hmm. feel we've got them. They just they don't understand. It's not a rodeo. It's got nothing to do with rodeo. This is the sport of bull riding, and it's it's rose to such heights that you know these guys are making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Some of them in the millions every year. It's it's a ridiculous amount of money on the line for a ridiculously dangerous dangerous sport. So. Um, for the fan, that's the thrill of it. You know, you get to everybody grows up with a little mm-hmm. bit of wanting to be a cowboy in them, and they can come and and cheer on on one of these athletes and be truly entertained. If it isn't our music guy or the pyrotechnics in the opening, please don't be late for the opening, Kevin. <laughs> Make sure you're there on time. Hey, Put a lot of work into that. So, I mean, it's it's so exciting, uh, Jason. Thanks so much for this. We got Connor Halverson on the other line. He's ready to hop on, and I can't imagine how busy you are to get ready to get things going for tonight's show. So appreciate your time. Good luck with the event tonight and tomorrow. I I appreciate Kevin. Thanks. All right. That's uh, Jason Davidson, PBR Canada. Let's switch gears now. Bring in one of the riders, Connor Halverson. Good morning, Connor. Welcome to Sports 1440. Hey, thank you, guys. Well, thanks for coming on. We just had uh, Jason Davidson on, and he said that you qualified by .66 of a point. How'd that happen? Talk about it. Yeah, you know, um, every point counts, you know, that we go all year long and this is what we go all year long for is for for the these two days right here. And so, um, you know, it's hard to miss events and you want to be at every one of them. But, you know, sometimes you can't. You have other stuff going on, other events. And so it's it's super important to when when you're able to go to these events to do your job and stay on every bull and um get get as much points as you can and you know it I barely made it just by a little bit and so you know my win in Yorkton was uh it was is crucial and um you know every everything worked out and you know I'm just glad to be here Connor Halverson's our guest on Sports 1440 so Connor give uh, our listeners a little bit of a uh you know your background where are you from how long you've been riding bulls and what you've been doing kind of you know away from the sport uh, what makes you all tick Yeah I'm from Gordon Nebraska um you know I I've always grew up wanting to be a bull rider watching it on TV and you know I I live in a pretty pretty small town and we we always had a, a rodeo every summer there in town and it's just something that I kind of wanted to try out. And so um, as a kid, I, you know, started riding sheep and little calves and stuff and then just continued on with it. So how long have you, have you been riding and how old are you? So professionally, I've been riding since I I was eight, 18 and I've been riding since I was, you know, 
four or five on the sheep. I'm 22 now. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Uh, uh, Connor Halverson's our guest on Sports 1440. So you did mention the event in Yorkton, and it's been a bit of a grind for you guys because basically you're going almost every weekend. What's that grind like going on to from you know I guess from event to event? And you got to try to cover these bulls and, you know, try to keep your ranking going and all the standings to qualify for this event, the PBR Canada Finals. Yeah, it's it's a grind. You know, you're, you're gone every weekend. I'm only home, you know, a couple of days a week. And it's, it's you're moving nonstop, and it's not the same place every weekend. So, I mean, it can get pretty tiring, you know, towards the end of the season. And um, when, once you do get that week off, it's, it's – uh, it's really enjoyable because mm-hmm. not not very often are you uh, home on a weekend. So once you're able to get that little bit of a downtime, it's it's such a big relief because you know we we don't get that very often. Like like I said, it's every weekend, but you know we're we're getting to do something we love every weekend. So you know it's it's not that bad all all in the end. What do you think about Rogers Place? Have you been in the building before? And what do you think of about it if you haven't and saw it today? And what you're going to think about it tonight when you get on your bowl? Yeah, Rogers Place. That's a it's a pretty spectacular place, and you know it, it's going to be a really good two nights in there. And uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I I feel I feel like uh, you know th- this is the finals, and mm-hmm. so it, it's going to be even that. Uh, that much bigger and better for everybody else um, coming to watch. Do you know the bull you drew tonight for uh, your first ride? Um, not, not really. No, um, I, I don't really know a whole lot about him. All right. Well, just your expectations for the weekend. What are you thinking about uh, doing and trying to accomplish here in Edmonton? I, I'm, I'm, you know, expecting. You know, all these guys are are going to ride outstanding. So that, that, that makes me have to do my job just a little bit better than everybody else. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm going to come into the finals, stay, stay on, you know, stay on my bulls and let every, everything fall back into where, uh, where it may, you know, that that's all I can do is uh, focus on my job and task at hand and let everything kind of fall where it may. Well, you've been all over the map here, Connor. Tucson, Arizona, Yorkton, Saskatchewan, Las Vegas, uh, Medicine Hat, Fort Worth. We wish you the best of the luck uh, tonight and tomorrow here in Edmonton. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's Connor Halverson. PBR Canada, the finals, the PBR Canada finals, national finals, tonight, tomorrow, 7 o'clock, Rogers Place. If you want something to do, Duke, if you have nothing on the agenda, nothing on the calendar... It's a lot of fun. It's exciting. The pyro, the lights, the sound, the music, the bulls. Yeah, Kevin, I, I would go as far to say uh, not so much like, yeah, if you're, if you're looking for something to do, of course, but even if you maybe have some other plans, I would very strongly encourage rearranging them mm-hmm. to, to fit at least one of these two performances in your weekend uh, endeavors because we, we talked about you know uh, the CFR down in Red Deer a couple weeks yeah. back and how much fun that is. This, this takes what is the most exciting, and you and I debated yeah. a couple weeks ago about our favorite events, but bull riding is without a doubt the most exciting event and basically stretching that out to fill two full nights worth of entertainment and everything from the music and it's, it's almost like going to 
to a rock concert while also attending a, a sporting event at the same time because not only are the Cowboys, the athletes, the as uh, Jason said, the Bulls are athletes too, right? And and they're performing and trying to, um, you know, uh, make a little extra coin for, for their owners and stuff too, uh, whether they're selected for events in the future and all that. So it's, it is so much fun. I'm uh, I'm working on securing some tickets for myself, uh, whether it be tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure yet, but uh, I'm hoping to get down there. Um, there's so many things to to take in this weekend in the city, whether it be uh, some bears, some yeah. griffins, volleyball, hockey, ooks, hockey, you name it. Um, this is just one more thing on the list that you can try and fit in. You know, there's a reason that bull riding is the last event at a rodeo. There's a reason, because it's the best event. <laughs> Same reason they don't play the overtime period at the start, right? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so PBR at Rogers uh, tonight, 7 o'clock, tomorrow, 7 o'clock. When we come back, the Duke and I will talk a little NFL as we get ready for another. There's, It's a weird week as far as games go. We'll maybe address last night's uh, Thursday night football game, a couple of big, big injuries for both teams. Uh, that's coming up uh, uh, after the break. Uh, just to mention, wanted to mention again, Jason Davidson, Connor Halverson brought to you by Ram Elevators and Lifts, uh, manufacturing the safest elevator since 1987. Trustram.com. We're back with more on the Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440 right after the break. That, that'll be on Sunday for sure. Has to be one of the songs at halftime. That's not Green That's Green Day, I assume, yeah. Well, you're looking at me like I was from another planet again. That's how if, I look at you most yeah, of the time. Yeah, if, if a lot of our listeners could just see, because Duke looks at me and I'm like, just, and I'm talking about our intro songs coming in, and because a lot of them I'm not totally familiar with. Like, what was the one again with the... This, the stadium in Stockholm, what's that guy's name again? Avicii. Yeah, like no sniff. <laughs> They're back there today at Avicii Arena. So is that game, can we watch that game again? Some people are not happy that you, like on normal TV. I couldn't find the game on a normal channel yesterday. Uh, this one is, I think. Good question. Uh, I don't have uh, like cable or satellite. I have yeah. Sportsnet. Plus, okay. so it's like I, I can watch every hockey game that's played every single night if I want to. So it was no issue for me per se. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if uh, maybe yesterday's game was not. I would be surprised. Yesterday's wasn't on normal. Was it com- only like a Senators regional broadcast? No, because I, I know thought Chris, it was something NHL. Chris Cuthbert was on the call and he does sends games for TSN, which are the regional broadcasts. Uh, no, are you sure on that? I don't think that's a. I I think you might be talking about Gord Miller. Doesn't Gord do the Leafs games? I think he does both. I, I would be well. First of all, like Chris Cuthbert does Sportsnet. There'd be no way that Sportsnet is allowing Chris Cuthbert to do Ottawa games. I'm gonna look into. We'll we'll check into that. Okay, you check into it, Duke. (laughs) I don't know. I thought we were gonna go. Little well, first of all, uh, Thursday night football game. Where were you at last night, Duke? Uh, last night I was at the St. Albert South, St. Albert, uh, Canadian Brew House to watch the game. And man, I'll be honest, it um, this game had a lot of good billing, especially when you compare it to last Thursday night game between the Bears and Panthers, the toilet bowl. This mm-hmm. was two divisional rivals, two really good teams, two of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Joe Burrow gets hurt. Now it's a whole nother ordeal now with um, whether or not the, they didn't actually have him on the injury report yep. and he was hurt, all this stuff. There, there's lots to uh, follow coming in that regard. But Mark Andrews is probably out for the season. Um, Cam Taylor Britt going to be week to week now uh, out of the um, Bengals secondary. So 
it's this these Thursday night games, and it, it's it might be a little um, incorrect to like lump everything together, but just even if it's the two best teams in the league playing Thursday night football, the game usually stinks. Mm-hmm. And last night was not a close game. Yes, that was impacted by the fact that uh, Burrow went out before half, but they were down by quite a few even when uh, when he got hurt. I mean, he got hurt on the touchdown pass to make it, I think, a one-score game again. But it, uh, it it was disappointing. There was a there was some hockey on uh, yeah. in the bar as well, um, some basketball. So I gotta you know crane my head around to a few different things. The staff was great as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, beer, nice and chill. There's a bachelor party uh, in there as I, they got there. Not a, a bachelorette later. party. No, a bachelor oh, party. Well, see, I mean, like. If you would have said bachelorette party. Well, then I would have been limping this morning just as much as I was on uh, Wednesday after the Jonas Brothers because I would have stayed and partied all night long. But no, I instead came home and got a full night's sleep. Hmm. Text line one 833 Also, we had a couple calls. If you want to call back, give us a shout. Uh, we, we had you on hold for 10, 15 minutes and it didn't work out. But if you want to call back, give us a shout. Flamer89 uh, checks in. I have every sports channel available and I checked. I didn't see the... Toronto game on either today. Yesterday's Ottawa game was not on regular TV, and I I have the upgraded sports package. That comes from Flamer89. Devin says the Duke is right. It was only available on Sens Regional. And same with Corey. It was a regional broadcast. So today's game, I don't know. When a guy gets home, Duke, he will check the... Well, first of all, hockey coming up at noon, the standard Friday hockey. This was a nice text from uh, No Name. Send the name to us on this one. Uh, Played the CFCW Critters last night. That showboat, Carius, had to cheat to win. A big thank you for coming out to Leduc to help fundraise for our hospital. That's the main thing, isn't it? So hopefully raise some dough. I know the 50-50 was a couple Gs for sure. So uh, thanks to everybody that came out to Leduc last night uh, for the uh, Leduc Hospital Foundation. Had a great time. Uh, It was my first game for the CFCW Critters. Uh, Little did I know the Critters have only lost one game in 30 years. But again, the most important part is uh, the Critters in that 30-year time span have raised uh, 1.1 million plus. Uh, hopefully it's a great season. I think nine more games on the docket to some smaller towns that are we're looking forward to going to. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the games are on Thursdays and the Oilers have a lot of home Thursday games as well. So, Duke, did you find out some information? Uh, yes, I, I might have been mixed up on my two guys because you're yeah. correct. Chris Cuthbert does um, Leafs for Sportsnet. Yeah. And so I'm just looking for a little bit of confirmation on uh, who I like. Does Gord do TSNs? Gord, Gord Miller would be the TSN guy for Leafs and Senators. Yeah, like the regional, regional. ones. So I think that was, I'm, yeah. I'm still doing some digging because I, I had the clip in our, our intro today of the, mm-hmm. the Stutzla overtime goal. That was Gord Miller. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. I just, yeah, off the top of my yeah. head, couldn't recall. So we got a couple texts maybe confirming that it was, in fact, a regional broadcast, which is a bit of an odd move by the uh, NHL. But I guess, mm-hmm. in theory, they're not really marketing that game. <laughs> for us to watch are they don't you find it it's similar kind of being similar to what the nfl network does okay so nfl network takes over the uh the frankfurt game okay 
So they take over the Frankfurt game. However, because TSN has the rights to the NFL, then you see the game broadca- broadcast on TSN on 7.30 in the morning from Frankfurt. So that's the difference between that and the NHL package. That's how I'm looking at it anyway. Yeah, I, I don't have an explanation. I'm. It is confusing that they wouldn't have it on a... Uh, Heffy says, hello, it's on TSN 4 today. Which is... That's going to be, be a regional, regional broadcast. broadcast. Yeah. So again, if you don't have the full package, you don't get to see it. So, but even doesn't make sense. Like, don't you want to promote? Doesn't everyone want to? And I mean, I think a lot of hockey fans have the whole package, but maybe they don't. In my, like for me, I I don't because, and I'll probably have to look into it maybe. But my previous job didn't. I didn't need it. I had it at work watching all the Mm -hmm. games. Right. So. I yeah, I, I actually don't know if, like, if you don't have Sportsnet Plus, but you have TSN Plus, is it still blacked out? Yeah. Like, so probably. There's so. another one. So Tiger comes in. Hey, guys, I think we're lucky if you have TSN and you get that Thursday night game without having the Amazon deal. So that's similar. Again, the Thursday night prime game on NFL is similar to the Sunday morning game in Frankfurt or London or whatever. It's 730 because it's the TSN broadcast rights with the NFL. Mm-hmm. So they're just taking the NFL network feed, technically, Correct. whereas now TSN has a crew over there. Gord Miller is doing the games, and that's why it is a regional broadcast. Yeah. But if you're doing this and going all the way over there to do this, why would you not have it full network? doesn't make sense. The, the other thing, too, that pisses everyone off is that you'll have on, and this isn't this is TSN and Sportsnet, you'll have four four out of the five channels showing the same thing. Yeah, very frustrating. That is, and the biggest one for me on that, showing four out of five thing, uh, you know, four four games on five channels. That's the, the, the thing that pisses me off the most about that is during the Briar or the Scotties. You have five channels. You could have two games going. Not everybody wants to watch... Brad Gushu seven times during the briar. Maybe someone in Alberta would like to watch Brendan Botcher a couple more times. You have the crew there. They're showing updates all the time. So maybe you maybe take a camera out or uh, it's not the second game doesn't have six cameras. Maybe you have three cameras on that. Very doable. I bet you would make more money on it. Devin checks in. So, Sportsnet is not going to let them air it nationally. Well, yes, it's on TSN. I don't know. Uh, it's locked out on TSN Plus as well, Flamer says. People, I think, and again, uh, who was that that called it? Was that Brian the other day that was mad about the Oiler game next Friday being on at 1 o'clock? Oh, yeah. Different, I, I, I can't you know, remember we're, who. We're, yes, yeah. it was Brian calling Because in. he was talking about that being on Black Friday being an afternoon game. This is way different being in Stockholm, obviously, but... Actually, same thing. It's the same idea yeah. for sure because once again, it's not for us um, up here or out here in this case mm-hmm. in Western Canada. But um, just on the note of Brian, before uh, he had been uh, called in earlier, okay. but we were kind of in between guests, so wasn't able to jump on. But this is uh, just maybe to tie up our donair conversation <laughs> from the end with Eddie. But he'd said that uh, Charles Smart on White Avenue, which is another somebody else had mentioned too, apparently closed because like a vehicle ran through the front door of the front wall of the building, whatever. This is a long time ago. He said that they used to, you used to be able to buy a Donair roast from them. 
the whole thing off the spit. Well, I don't know. I think he said they were smaller, and you could like take it home and like put it in a roast pot and cook it yourself. And he said it was unbelievable. Mm. So he's, he, he's, and he's like, he's like, I've never been able to find one since. So he actually was like looking for a call to action here. If anybody out there knows where you can buy like a donair loaf of meat. So am I wrong? Isn't the donair meat just kind of uh, whatever meat it is compressed? I believe so. And then sometimes things like that, I don't want to know too much. But like the the expression, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made. <laughs> like I love donairs, so I don't need. And I mean, I'll eat just about anything, regardless if I know uh, how it's made or what's in it or not. But I just like to see it up there spinning around and watch them shave it off. I like the you know the heat when it's oh, coming God. off. If you, you can, can get see it, the heat waves. Yeah. It's crazy. If you can get it uh, like at at a counter where you're close to where they're, and you know what, I, you know the other thing that I think is really cool, is the, the pans, the half pans. You know. Oh yes. So when they they have the pan, they put it up underneath, and then they're slicing the donair meat because you can't do that with a regular pan. Someone has taken that to a welder with an arc welding torch and blown it off and cut that off and sanded. Maybe they, they you know, they grind it nice and fine. <laughs> um, I mean, there's, you, you're not buying half pots anywhere, half pans. But you buy one pan, you said cut in half, maybe give a little sand job. on. Then the you got to put another it. handle on it though. I guess. <laughs> well, what are you, unless you're using an oven. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh... Uh, Jay Bonez, uh, North End, they supply meat to many other shops. They're called Richard's Donair. Hmm. All right. Well, there you go, Brian. Hopefully you're uh, still listening and call Richard's Donair. I don't know. Uh, you want to take a quick break and then do a little NFL for- Wrap things up? Yeah. I don't know. Well, we could <laughs> Wait, The problem is we keep going, we get into just, this. Every- as soon as Donairs get brought up, it's a- uh, it's, uh, a flash there it is. Okay, so this inbox. is for Brian. This comes from, you can get the Donair Chunk from the Warehouse Club place on 111 Ave, 156th Street in the freezer. Can't remember the name. Hmm, there you go, Brian. Now you've got several options. Do some price shopping. Well, Athena Donair is also a wholesale place from Cat Dad. So you would, would you go and buy one of these chunks? No. But wouldn't you put it on, like I would put it on your barbecue on the rotisserie. I have no desire to do that in any capacity. If I want a donair, I'm going somewhere to have it prepared for me. Hmm. There, there are some things, and I think most food tastes better when you don't have to make it. Some will, some will disagree and say there's like satisfaction in eating something you prepared yourself. But it's also nice when you don't have to do the dishes mm-hmm. after, or um, you know, actually sit there over the stove for however long and make whatever it is, whether yeah. it's pasta, pizza, a donair. It's it's just nice. The do, a doner is one of the things that I will never make for myself. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you that. Uh, before we go to break, we'll read this one text from M. Hey guys, do you find the NHL is behind the chase when promoting their league compared to the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball? Well, that is one thousand and million percent. It's uh, you think? <laughs> I mean, first of all. NFL and NBA are in a league of their own, promoting their players and what they're doing and their league. Major League Baseball would be third, and then the NHL would be not even in the top 
Well, okay. If you want to call it one of the four sports, but they're they they would be behind MLS. They're, they're behind a, everything. NASCAR like NASCAR is even ahead of well, NASCAR Major is League huge, Baseball. But, but NASCAR much more regional. Yeah. Uh, but there is a lot of people in uh, in media in the states, and for you, it is a very generic blanket term. When I say a lot of people in the media, but mm-hmm. I, I've seen over the past couple of years people suggesting that uh, soccer has overtaken hockey as the fourth big in sport MLS, yeah. um, in in North America. The United in, States, in the US, yeah. more particularly, so in US, yeah, not in Canada, but in US. But even if you include them as a whole, like how much NFL is still consumed here in Canada, well. MLB, NBA, like there's still a lot of that consumption. Mm-hmm. But how much of the percentage of hockey consumption is north of the border? Well, and th- we, that's and where we, all the money's we, made. And we still chip in a little on the MLS side of things too with the, our couple clubs up here. Yeah. So. We're back to wrap things up on a busy week. Man, it was busy. Started Monday with the coaching change and all of the texts coming in and the calls. Uh, we'll talk a little NFL and probably, I'm assuming, a little more don't air when we come back. Kevin Carey Show on Sports 1440. Stay with us. Oil Kings in Brandon tonight. Brandon tonight. By all accounts, it looks like the Oilers will have a a new right winger on the top line, if you want to call it that, as we will see Connor Brown. Connor Brown led the stretch in practice today in Tampa Bay, so we will see Connor Brown on a line with Connor McDavid and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Hmm. So he will return to the lineup tomorrow after, well, he tweaked his groin, I guess. Was playing okay before that, sort of finding his way, so he needs to... Find his way in a hurry because they need that top six uh, to be solidified. Sam Gandhi drops down to the fourth line with Lavoie and Hamblin. Adam Ernie still in the mix there. And then uh, the third line, Fogel, McLeod, and Ryan Kane, Dreisaitl, and Hyman. Uh, that's been the, you know, anywhere where Zach Hyman's been playing is probably, and, and Evander Kane, between the two of them, those guys, I mean, you could just, you might have those two guys as your top two forwards and then just put guys in the middle and then, get that guy going because you know between Kane and Hyman man those guys are going right now uh, for the Oilers we touched on the Thursday night football game a little bit this is a again and you sort of even you nodded when I said this is a weirder schedule kind of a lot of 50-50 games and teams like that I just want what I want to get is the Dallas Cowboys schedule you play the Giants then you play Carolina back to back how do you get that schedule Duke that's what I want it's all in the algorithm. Yeah, the, yeah. Those schedule makers over the NFL, they uh, have their work cut out for them. You want to talk about uh, <laughs> that discussion about, you know, the irrespective leagues, how well they do marketing themselves. The NFL, when they announce their schedule, is a primetime marquee event on mm-hmm. the calendar. That's how big it is, just to know who you're going to play. Well, and I think about it, they had, how many New York Jets were primetime? And then Rodgers goes down. It just killed them. It killed their their primetime schedule. We're, we're reaching into uh, some yeah. some flex yes. areas here. Uh, good Monday nighter this week, Eagles-Chiefs, That's of course. the best game. That'll be a good one. Um, the, the, the Broncos are looking a little bit better. That combined with the play of Josh Dobbs mm-hmm. and the Vikings making a surge makes for an interesting Sunday night game too, so that's great to see. But, uh, yeah, I think starting uh, even as soon as maybe next Monday, Bears-Vikings Monday night. I think there's a pretty good chance that might get flexed out, um, and a yeah. few more, a few more, a few more <laughs> you things. Know, you know what? I'm, and you're going to be really upset with this. The biggest trap game of them all this week: Arizona and Houston. 
There's I, there's the upset special right there, Duke. It's it's an interesting one. The Texans are favored by five points as of uh, yesterday when I placed my wager. Um, the Cardinals' D is not bad. They they've got some spunk. They're playing well under John mm-hmm. Gannon. The thing is with now with Josh Dobbs gone and Clay, I mean Kyler Murray's back. He looks pretty good. But he still doesn't have a great supporting cast around him. James Conner is a, a great repetition back, but he's not the most dynamic guy. He'll score touchdowns. So I don't know. Um, I, I still like the Texans in this game. I took them to cover their five points. I'm not super confident in that. But the Texans are rolling right now, and, and it certainly looks like... If you want to talk trap game, the <laughs> yes, the Panthers are very, very bad, but that's still oh. a, still a look ahead spot for the Cowboys. Okay, what it was 17 the spread against the Giants. What's this one? I'm not sure. It's well, it's got to be 14 or 13 and a half right now, minimum. That's just going off the top of my head. You what are you you're setting the lines? I do actually set the lines in the uh, father-in-law pool. You don't just use the books lines? No. Because he's so squeaky, he's so tight, I have to go. Like, for instance, uh, like last night, well, he juiced it up on me anyway, but I took Baltimore anyway. Ten and a half points. Ten and a half. Panthers, Cowboys. Taking Dallas all day. Yeah. Ten and a half. Probably a pretty safe bet. But what about, uh, like, there's some other ones here. Rams, Seahawks, uh, that uh, NFC West. Uh, Pete Carroll's a good coach, and the Seahawks are still... Making a push, but the Rams, they still got Matt Stafford. They still got Sean McVay. I don't have the lines. To, I'm going to punch them up, but you probably do. So how many are how many lines are three points or like between three, two and a half and three and a half? Probably a ton. Uh, so week. Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yep. Uh, Chargers and Green Bay is at three. Exactly. Uh, scrolling down that. To, oh, and then the to, uh, Seattle and the Rams. That's only a one-point spread. Mm-hmm. And then the Sunday nighter, Minnesota and Denver. Uh, Broncos are two and a half point favorites. And Philly KC's got to be tight too, no? I was only looking at Sunday. Oh, wow. <laughs> Please hold. Okay. The Monday night spread is two and a half points in favor of the Kansas City Chiefs there who are at home. Brad texts in one 1440 The Broncos will go 6-2 and two in the final eight and make the final wild card. <sighs> hmm. They do not have a particularly easy schedule. The Broncos do. They play the Vikings, who are coming on. They play the Browns, who, even without Deshaun Watson, apparently Joe Flacco might be in the mix now. Uh, their defense is still very good. Texans, we've seen them uh, look like a fierce competitive team this year. Chargers twice. Divisional matchup. The Lions, wagon. Mm-hmm. And then the Patriots and Raiders as well. But the Raiders even don't look like any uh, pushovers at this point either under new coach, uh, interim coach I, Antonio Pierce. Don't you think the real bullets start flying for them now, though? Like, I mean, now you've had the two games under the new head coach. They've been close games, home games. I think this is where I think this is where uh, Vegas falls off this weekend. Oh, it wouldn't shock me yeah. one bit. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not heady on them uh, down the stretch by any means. I'm I'm much more inclined to lean if you're picking a team that's kind of on the outside looking in. I'd I'd still go with Connor Halley's Chargers just because of the players they possess. Like who are you taking Aiden O'Connell or Justin Herbert to to lead a team in a second half comeback here towards the playoffs? Mm-hmm. A pretty easy choice for me. Miami Vegas is in Miami. Miami gives up a lot of big plays. They've been known to do that. They put up a lot. Year. Of big they plays. put up <laughs> a lot. Uh, I, maybe under Antonio Pierce, Vegas can continue this this run but I, I don't see that happening I see Miami winning that game and then how about this one Jets and Buffalo 
like yeah. Buffalo. They are in do you, or die mode. You, uh, what was the question? Was it under 500? I, I said they finished under 500. Yeah. And they're 5-5 five and five right now. Jets are 4-5. and five. Yeah. This is a big opportunity for the Jets to keep themselves in the mix. And a, like, this is a must-win game for the Bills. If you lose this game, you can probably kiss the playoffs goodbye. Mm-hmm. And the Giants in Washington. <laughs> Danny DeVito at quarterback? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, but Sam Howell on the other side of the ball. This is I, I like get, Sam Howell. We didn't get to ask this because uh, uh, Andy McNamara had another uh, obligation come up. We missed him yesterday. He's going to be on Fantasy Frenzy today. Okay. And I'm interested in asking him about the Sam Howell thing because I've been uh, like standing him up all season long saying he's, he's good, he's a viable fantasy option. But I realized I was looking at it through the lens of my own team where he is my QB2. Okay. In super flex, right? So I, I'm curious to ask Andy is like, is he an actual legitimate QB one in fantasy football? He's my QB one. <laughs> yeah, but you're that's, Owen. That's you're all over. I got, baby. You're over. So again, that's not a ringing endorsement, no. Kevin. I, yes, I'm Owen eleven, and I will probably finish over the year. And I'm getting a lot of gears about it. Like, I mean, this is the lowest point of any fantasy I've ever done in my life. Lowest point by far. Won several championships in baseball. Knocking on the door in another baseball league. Won a championship in Doopies. Jason Greger never won a championship. Neither has Potsy Williams. Two other guys, Big Baldy, have never won. Stewie, never won. But last night, so I play a guy who's never won and I have a chance possibly just to sneak something in, but he's got Gus Edwards. So everything that is... That could possibly go wrong. Fantasy-wise, it's been a debacle of monumental proportions. Text 1833-401-1440. Slurpy Sean sends this one in. I was looking at it before. And have you ever... And I go, so you don't make your own donair. You'll be going to get it. Mm -hmm. Slurpy Sean said this earlier. You can make your own donair sauce. It's only condensed milk and vinegar. That can't be right. Seems pretty easy for me to screw up uh, because they can't. I mean, it's funny. A lot of the best things in life are pretty simple. And I would put sweet sauce right up there as one of the best things in life. Okay. So, but then you're what well, you have to add probably a little bit of sugar. You're adding yeah, salt, that, you pepper, would think so. and, uh, maybe garlic. Like the best mixes are because most of these donair shops, they are all in-house made sweet sauce. And there are some that are better than others. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not messing with that. There's zero chance I make it better than some of these places. Yeah. Zero chance. Pillman asks, how many shots are you at regarding our fantasy football team? That's the punishment we have when we go on losing streaks. You have to have a shot, a, a JD or fireball or whatever. Uh, Gregor pointed this out yesterday that I'm, I will be somewhere between 12 and 14 shots if I lose all the games, something like that. That's a lot. That's before the draft happens next year. Spicy Guy Bry says, sweet sauce also has a little bit of garlic. There you go. Brad, who's the worst team, Panthers or Giants? Do the Giants get Williams at quarterback? How Would you ever think of this? Something to the effect of back in the Eli Manning, Ryan Leaf situation of the draft. And Manning was San Diego, right? Yes. Ryan Leaf, didn't he go after Peyton Manning? No, Eli. 
I'm pretty sure. So, but remember, Eli Manning said, "I'm not was, going to San Diego." Correct. Well, so, yeah. So this did, is did the, the Chargers op- not draft Ryan Leaf. Yeah, but they drafted Eli Manning and then traded him. What? I thought they just said they they traded him for this, Leaf. You, you carry on. This okay. is a pretty quick uh, okay. search and answer. Well, I'm sure someone's texting in already, telling uh, us how stupid we are. Nothing new there. Uh, that's right. Devin says, "Yep, that's all it is. I make a donair dip. It is incredible." So just condensed milk and vinegar, but there's got to be garlic and stuff. As we've had a few texts come in, spicy guy, Bry, big Bry. Okay, what is it, Duke? You got it. You must have it. Nope. Peyton Manning was drafted with Ryan Leaf. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're correct. My mistake. Just like last night in L.A., Leduc, Alberta. My mistake. <laughs> How many no. dashes did you rack up? Did no, he? I was fine. I mean, I was on the ice when we scored five goals on one play. The uh, yeah, well, that's plus five that, right the, there. Uh, the blast out from Marty Stevens with yeah. the the rap said you had ten assists, ten assists, ten apples. What a game! <laughs> plus M- ten right there. MVP. Did you get a pie for that? No, but they did give a a pie to the first guy that scored the goal. So what am I thinking? So Eli didn't want to go to yes, but so he said he would go to the Giants. Yes. So do you think that at all there would be a possibility that? Williams says, I'm not going to New York. Is he consensus number one? Uh, yeah. Well, at the start of the season, it was without a doubt. He's He was looking like generational. There have all of a sudden been con- a few more questions uh, brought up around him because, and this is, in my opinion, no fault of his own. The USC mm-hmm. defense is an abomination. Like, and then people saying he can't win the big games. He can't beat these good teams. But you are, you can't, he doesn't play both sides of the ball. He's not Travis Hunter. And even still, he's just one player. So I, I think he's still a consensus number one. There might be a few more question marks around him. Um, but Drake may, uh, no slouch uh, out of UNC either. But I think Williams is still the number one. The thing about Williams, he said that whatever team drafts him, he wants a steak. He wants yeah. a slice of the pie. There is no chance, no chance yeah. any team is ever doing no. that. So if everybody's saying that to you, what you're going to well, the first overall team says, we're not giving him a piece. And he says, then I'm not playing for you. Mm-hmm. Second overall team says we're not giving him a piece. Well, I'm not playing for you either. And like you're you're playing yourself out of any job pretty quickly. But uh, I think that might have got blown up. Uh, I think it may. Be, who knows if it was a marketing publicity thing? I don't know because it's a ludicrous thing to say. But I don't know. The Giants, I think, are a traditionally like the Chargers are not the New York Giants. Even like the Chargers of the early 2000s. Right. Thanks to our 15 texters, Brad, uh, unnamed Craig, Robbie, uh, Devin, I think, no, Pillman maybe another guy, uh, all uh, coming to the rescue. And, uh, yes, Peyton drafted with Ryan Leaf. Ryan went after Peyton in 1998. Correct. And still to this day considered probably the biggest draft bust of all time. Yeah, he had a tough goal for a while there. I think. You know, you see him on the NFL Network, and he—I he, think he does a pretty good job when he goes on the on the desk there in the morning. He goes on the morning show a lot. I haven't seen that actually for a long time since we started the show, but um, I think he had a lot of demons, and I think he erased a lot of those and got back to a kind of a happier place. Hundred percent, and he and he owns it up. Like yep. I, I've seen some interviews with him. He's like, he's like, yeah, I was a bust. Like, so what? That uh, I can't have that uh, cloud over the rest of my life, still got to live. Mm-hmm. And it looks like he's doing that. So it, it's a, it ends up as a feel-good story. I think R- Ryan Leaf might have been on the Jason Greger show once, actually. Mm-hmm. Rivers and Eli. So that's yeah. the confusion. Yeah, that, that was, was the... Uh, that's the, the confusion. The, 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 
They still drafted him, but they had a trade in place for Rivers, I think a place kicker, yeah. maybe some other picks or something. I don't have the, the full deets in front Thanks of for me, the but. corrections to our listeners. Another jam-packed show, another jam-packed week it was. Uh, thanks to our co-host uh, every Friday for Bonton Bakery and Eddie Steele slides in every Friday, 7 to 9. And, uh, man, he really brought it again. Eddie did. Uh, Rod Peterson, the Rod Peterson Show. Uh Guested with Eddie and I and Mark Spector, Jeff Merrick. We had uh, Deandra Liu, Sean Mullen from the WHL, and Jason Davidson, Connor Halverson from PBR Canada. Coming up at the top of the hour, it is Fantasy Frenzy with... Former Ross Shep T-Bird. Connor Alley and the Duke of Delburn, Brandon Douglas at 12 o'clock. It's the lowdown with Alan Mitchell. Two to six, Jason Greger takes us... Uh, Home on uh, Sports 1440 with the Jason Greger Show. Hope you had a wonderful week. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. It's going to be great today. Go out and enjoy yourself. Uh, maybe take the tarp off. Walk down White Ave. You'll see the Duke checking out a Donair shop in your near future because it could be a wild, wild week, wild, wild weekend. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for your text. Thanks for your input. Really appreciate it. We'll see you back here on Monday with Lori and Munzer, and we will recap the Great cup. Go else. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you back here on Monday. Here's the Duke with the Sports 1440 update.